are listening to Saturday Morning Rewind with Tim and Gary. Sword of Omens, come to my hand. I, Lionel, command it. And don't forget, fans, be sure and listen to Saturday Morning Rewind with Tim Nidell. Thundercats, ho! Hello, Toonsters, and welcome to another episode of Saturday Morning Rewind. I am Tim Nidell. You can find me on Twitter. It's at Saturday Rewind. And I'm Gary Lane. You can find me on Twitter at SMRGary. This episode is going to be quite different from what we've done before, at least for Gary and I here. This month we're celebrating our third anniversary, or third birthday, whatever you want to call it. And so we're going to talk about the podcast and, you know, do a little bragging and talk about our favorite moments and how Gary got involved and how the podcast started and all that fun stuff. So you guys are... In for a little different treat for this month. Yeah, this is going to be very cool. It's it's the third year, right? It and, is. And um, I've only been here for a year or so, about a year and a half, really behind the scenes, I guess. Yeah, behind the scenes. You got really involved in January, I guess, of this month, of this year. Yep. But we also asked you guys to call in on our voicemail line, which is 406 214 Four four five one. In case you guys want to ever leave a voicemail and you know comment, ask questions, whatever you guys want to do, give it a call. It's a it's strictly a voicemail number, so nobody's going to answer. So leave as many voicemails as, as you want, and we'll be playing those voicemails kind of sporadically throughout the episode. So you'll hear a special sound to kind of announce a voicemail is coming about. You'll 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 understand when you hear it. Trust me. <laughs> So I don't know I don't know where to go from there because uh, usually we have a strict formula that we try to stick with and this episode is quite different. Um, I guess I can kind of start with what made me start doing the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, oh man, how many years has it been since I want to say five years ago? I was a part. I was I had another podcast. I started another podcast for a website I was working on called rock bottom so it was a rock bottom podcast with my good friends jesse and brandon and uh it was mainly a movie entertainment podcast talk about video games and that kind of stuff but i started doing like special episodes of that where i would interview voice actors and actually i played one of them on an episode two and a half years ago i think it was the uh bill ratner episode that i played um, that was actually for Rock Bottom, but it was so good that I saved it for this podcast, and Rock Bottom is no longer going on, so this is the only <laughs> way you can actually hear it. Yeah, you so, made the right choice. Exactly. <laughs> and yeah, I was actually doing both podcasts at one time, um, mm. by myself for this one, and then with the other two guys for Rock Bottom, but Rock Bottom just didn't seem to be going anywhere, so I just, I don't know, it just kind of became a chore, honestly. And, mm. uh, then my dad passed away when I was still doing it and he actually passed away like an hour after I finished recording an episode of the rock bottom podcast and uh I actually moved in with him my wife and I moved in at a big house with him because we knew his time was coming so we wanted to be close to him and uh here's where it might get a little sentimental but uh I actually can hear him really coughing really bad during the podcast I was recording and I didn't think anything of it and and then next thing I know you know he passed away and I felt, honestly, I felt really guilty that I was recording a podcast while I heard him in pain. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can imagine. That's rough. And so, like, the next few months to follow, 
I was less interested in the Rock Bottom podcast because like, I felt super guilty and I don't know, I just felt kind of weird doing it. Yeah. But uh, I, I started doing this podcast, I want to say, actually I know to the day he, my father passed away in January and I started doing this in June, July. Mm-hmm. And uh, I started planning for it just a few months after he passed away because I was wanting to kind of get back to my childhood after he passed and... I was really watching a lot of the cartoons that I loved as a kid, trying to get, you know, trying to relive the memories I had of being a kid. And after watching all those cartoons, I, I talked about this actually in the Charlie Adler interview that I did. Um, yeah. After watching those cartoons, I was like, you know what? I had a, a blast interviewing those voice actors for the Rock Bottom podcast. And uh, I just like, you know what? That sounds like a great idea. This gives me a reason to watch all the cartoons I love. And to talk to my idols growing up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's how it started. I reached out to Michael Bell, my, the very first episode. Um, he was supposed to do the G.I. Joe episode I did for Rock Bottom, but he had to bail out last minute. So I, I kind of reminded him of that when, <laughs> I, when I asked for the interview. And he, you know, he said, sure, I'd be glad to. And I, you know, I told him about Dad's passing and all that kind of stuff. And... So yeah, he he was very willingly to jump on very first episode, which is kind of risky because you never know as a voice actor where this podcast is going to go if it's the nothing's ever ever been released, you know. That's true. Yeah, I, I didn't have a website at the time either. I was running through the Rock Bottom website. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's how it started. Michael Bell, thank you for being the very that's gotta, first. Yeah, that's got to say something great for Michael Bell that he he was willing to take that risk and. Because, I mean, you never know what someone will do with your audio. No. And, you know, fortunately, you're an honest, good guy. So I think it helps that it was through the Rock Bottom website. And I ha- I've already interviewed probably 300 people on the website. Right. But it was all, like, celebrities like Dolph Lundgren and Bruce Campbell and, and Stan Lee, all that kind of stuff. Right. And Gary Sinise and a lot of great actors, big actors, but not too many voice actors. Yeah, very cool. Um, well, I don't know. Do you, do you have any more in regards to what happened before I came on, or should we Let's see, jump you, towards that? After, after that, after Michael Bell... I already, I, 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 I've, I've been going back through and listening to the catalog, and I was trying to figure out exactly where I first came in, and I think it was around the Paul Rugg episode, which would have been nine? Yeah, that's about when we really started talking, but... Before yeah. that, um, I was already in talks with Larry Kenny, um, the voice of Lion of the original Thundercats, and uh, he would have been the first episode, but he was busy, but he did record that intro. I didn't play it in this episode. I should have played it this episode, but the, <laughs> the intro you usually hear when I interview voice actors is his intro that he recorded. He even did that before I had a podcast, so he's really been a huge help, too. Mm. That could have been because I interviewed him three times for Rock Bottom. So I already knew him, he knew me, and so... And he jumped... I think his interview was, what, number three? Uh, yes. No, no Jim Cummings was number three. No, Jim Cummings was five. You're right. It's uh, been, <laughs> like, not even a month since I listened to these, and I can't keep anything straight. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't remember either. I know who We're I've in... interviewed, I just don't remember what order. Anyways... Yeah, I think um, it was number three, now that you mention it. Yeah, you came around, I think it was around the Paul Rugg episode 
which had been probably February of two years ago, something like that. Right. And uh, I remember it because you left that amazing um, iTunes review. Right. And uh, I was like, that's really cool. It's probably the first big iTunes review that it, the pop podcast got because it was long and this really great. And so I remembered your your username on iTunes. Right. And then I looked at my Twitter and was like, hey, that's the same username <laughs> that's on iTunes. Yeah, what are the chances someone would have that? I don't even use that uh, username anymore. No, so you don't. Good, good luck finding me. But um, <laughs> yeah, but that, that would have been kind of weird if you used um, at SMR Gary at that time because <laughs> that was before you were part of Saturday Morning Rewind. Yep, I, I was destined to be a creep. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's what my parents always told me. No. <laughs> So yeah, I reached. I think I reached out to you, and I think I thanked you for that iTunes review. And yep. then we started talking. And how much Twitter? Like you can only type up like 140 characters, even in personal messages. <laughs> yeah. And so here we are typing each thing out in 140 characters, and and then finally, <laughs> I think I don't remember who which one of it was, but we were like, "Do you have a Facebook account?" Yeah. So we finally become friends on Facebook, and the rest is the rest is history. I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, pretty much what initially brought me in after after all of that was, um, you know, we through our discussions in 140 characters or less, you we we realized that, or I already knew it, but you realized that I was a musician. So you you uh, asked me if I could do a medley of some Disney afternoon songs or some other songs, and I I still have intentions of doing more. It just hasn't happened yet. Yeah. And uh, so I did a medley of DuckTales, Darkwing Duck, and Chippendale Rescue Rangers, which can first be heard in the Bill Farmer episode. That's what I was going to say. That sounds right. Yeah. So so I did that, and um, and then uh, we, we, we kept communicating. And then I guess, when was it? About About this time last year, maybe a little bit earlier, maybe... April or May, it, it you started working on the new website. Yeah, I think it would have been April. No, wait, it would have been May because it's around my it's around my birthday. Right. Yeah, and I remember because I was at Awesome Con last year whenever we were bouncing ideas off of each other and, and stuff like that. So it it had to have been over a year because they did it later this year. And uh, yeah, so so you started asking me ideas about the website and and. And I started giving input, and then my name got put on there, and then my name got put on iTunes, and then all of a sudden I was a part of the show. <laughs> yeah, the iTunes, <laughs> iTunes name came about maybe three months ago, I think. Right. When I put that on there. But yeah, so yeah. SaturdayMorningRewind.com is new. I told you that I wanted to launch it like June 1st or something like that, which I think pretty much happened. I just don't think much was on there at the time. I don't remember. Right. A lot was so. going on at that time. A lot of family stuff was going on at that time. So I didn't get a hundred percent chance of working on it like I wanted to, but I mean it's still it's always ongoing to the website. I haven't worked on it in a few weeks because I've been busy, but I'm always changing it. So go check it out. SaturdayMorningRewind.com. Every link is on there. Facebook, Twitter. I mean, who knows? Maybe you can be part of the show too. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that said, I've been a very bad co-host because you did a lot of updates to the website, and I hadn't even seen them until today. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. All the updates you did to the homepage, at least, it's been it's changed since I've seen it. There's a lot of really cool. He set it up so it'll have a most recent section, like most recent podcast, most recent interview, or um, 
review, most recent uh, or something else. But yeah, I, I thought, man, that looks really cool. How do I, how am I just now seeing <laughs> this? I saw the prototype for it, but yeah. I hadn't actually looked at it since it went live. I don't think. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, so go check it out. It's amazing. Yeah, I got rid even of, even I was impressed. I got rid of some fluff that I didn't need anymore. Got rid of some pages, right. add some pages, and yeah, I think it looks pretty cool. And I'm going to be adding a lot more, hopefully, before our a D23 Expo in August, which is only 40, something like 42 days away or something. Right, right. Something yeah. like that. Wow. About and five weeks, yeah. <laughs> we've, we've never met before, Gary and I, so we're going to meet for the first time. That's right. That's our big insider secret. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get somebody to record our, our first meeting and we can do a slow-mo, like, chariots of fire type of a, a thing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and we're hopefully going to be shooting a whole lot of video down there. Um, uh, just, I don't know what we're going to be doing, but some cool stuff hopefully for the website and YouTube channel. Well, I know we're going to be the first day. Okay, here, I'm going to give you guys a whole schedule. First day, we're, we're arriving pretty early in L.A. Um, we're going to take our little shuttle to our airport, which I'm not, not an airport, but a hotel, which I'm not going to disclose because I don't want you freaks to find us there. That's kind of weird. <laughs> um he then, hasn't told me yet. <laughs> I probably haven't. I don't know. <laughs> no, you have. I'm kidding. Okay. So, and then from there, Gary said, he, he, since this is the first time flying in a long time, he might not be able to enjoy the park the very first day we get there, Disneyland. So we're going to go to the Disney, um, um, why am I drawing a blank right now? Downtown Disney? Downtown Disney, yeah. The Downtown Disney District where it has a lot of shopping, a lot of restaurants, and we're going to go eat. And I guess, well, I'll tell you where the restaurant we're eating, because I don't care if you guys find us in public. We'll be at the Rainforest Cafe early afternoon having our dinner, which yep. to us isn't quite early afternoon, because I know you'd be like a three-hour difference, right? Yeah. So for yeah, me... Yeah, that's, that's what I'm worried about the most. I've never been in a different yeah, time zone. For me, it's only one hour difference, so it's fine. <laughs> But uh, so yeah, that's our first day. Pretty much to walk around downtown Disney District, get to know each other, um, maybe record something. I don't know yet. And then the next morning, wake up pretty early, which to us again won't be that bad because of three-hour difference, right? And uh, enjoy Disneyland full day, opening to close, hopefully. Mm-hmm. So if you guys were there on Thursday, the what is that? Thursday the twelfth. Uh, yes. Yeah, I think convention is 13th, right? I think so. Yeah. Okay, so if you guys are there the 12th, we'll be in Disneyland. Just find us. I mean, we'll be on Twitter and Facebook and everything, too, so you guys can get a hold of us that way. Or call that voicemail. I'm tempted about bringing that phone with us, the 406-214-4451, and that way, if you guys are there, you can just, just call us. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. And so then the next day, that Friday, we're going to be at the convention, Expo, which they really haven't released a ton of info about, so I don't know what we're doing. And Saturday, same thing, Expo. Sunday, we decided to skip the Expo, because usually conventions kind of aren't that exciting on Sundays. And so we'll be back in the park on Sunday, and back in the park, but over at California Adventure. Actually, no, I think about going California Adventure on Sunday, and then Disneyland again on Monday. But we could switch that out. I don't know. Hey, my, my, my trust is in you, man. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see what happens. But anyways, that's the schedule for that. If you guys are there, we'd love to hang out with you. Whatever. Oh, we're yeah. also gonna, I'm also planning on going to the, what's that, Trader Joe's or Trader Sam's or whatever. There's like a, a bar 
next to Disneyland. Oh, okay. And uh, maybe do that when we get there on Wednesday, after we have dinner. Right. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, have a drink or two, and so if you guys are there, I'll buy you a drink. Not all of you, if you all show up, but <laughs> I'll buy you one <laughs> single drink you guys can share. <laughs> yes. All however many listeners we have can share one drink. Yes. <laughs> It'll be in a large boot. <laughs> right, let's, let's, since I have a few voicemails, let's play some of the, the first voicemails we got. All right. Hey, this is Zeke the Cat, and you've reached the voicemail of Saturday Morning Rewind. So leave a message after the beep, and remember, it never hurts to help. Tim, that's Saturday Morning Rewind. Great show, great podcast. Gee, three years already. Seems like it's uh, just yesterday I was changing the little podcast diapers. But uh, just wanted to call and leave a message, say uh, happy birthday, keep up the great work. Good job, Tim. Talk to you later, man. This is it, Tim. This is the greatest moment of your year. Yes, this is the time when the fan from the Neverland podcast, Jeremy, has called you the greatest moment of your entire year. You will never forget this moment. You will live it, and you will love it for the rest of your life. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, it was birthday? The birth- so the birthday was supposed to be the big thing? Oh, I thought it was the call from me. Uh... Well, who wants to get a year older anyway, right? <laughs> so, yes, the greatest event of your year was this phone call. So, yeah. Um, happy uh, birthday to Saturday Morning Rewind, then. <laughs> okay. I'm going to hang up now. Thank you, guys. We'll be playing a few more throughout the podcast. Perfect. I, I loved the uh, podcast diapers. I actually had to put the microphone on mute because I was laughing about that one. <laughs> Full disclosure, this is my first time hearing these two yeah, That's true. That's true. Okay, so I wanted to kind of talk about our favorite moments of the podcast. So we kind of picked out our top three favorite episodes of the Saturday Morning Rewind cartoon podcast. Um, and Gary picked out audio for my favorite episodes, and I picked out audio for Gary's favorite episodes, so we don't know what we're going to play. Plot twist. Uh, yes. <laughs> That's better than Lost or better than uh six cents and and <laughs> any any Shyamalan movie any Shyamalan Shyamalan movie Shyamalan. <laughs> yeah airbender yeah ah uh, yep <laughs> <laughs> it probably was better than airbender huh well from what i've heard i, I've I haven't actually spent time <laughs> <laughs> okay so let's start with our number three pick my number three did i give you an order i don't remember if i did or not I don't think you did, really. Um, I'm going to... Okay, so this is on the spot picking right now. I'm going to pick Charlie Adler as my number three favorite podcast episode of all time. Woo! This is a good one. Yeah. And full full warning, this clip is a little long, but what he has to say is important, I think. Okay, so to set this one up a little bit, Charlie Adler is honestly still one of my favorite voice actors of all time. Um, I loved Tiny Toons as a kid. It was It was my favorite cartoon probably for about two to three years when I was, when was that, 10? I think I was 10 years old. And uh, I would never shut up about Tiny Toons, watch it all the time. My friends were like, geez, shut up. And uh, so just to talk with Charlie and the fact that I asked probably one or two questions that I planned on asking and the rest is just a conversation, mm-hmm. I think that's pretty amazing. He's just a really cool guy. He would have gone longer too. If you hear, I believe even mentions that he has to go but because he had like an hour deadline or something for the interview yeah and it ran exactly an hour 
Mm -hmm. So, yeah, here is the audio from that. When we do something, by the time it airs, which could be, you know, nine months to a year later, so much life has happened, and you're in, you know, in so many other things that it's way in the distant past. It's not like you do a live show yeah. and you connect with an audience and you get the feedback. So a year later or five years later or sometimes uh, just in terms of something becoming a classic cartoon or something, all of a sudden there's this new wave of energy heading your way. And it's, I don't want to say shocking, but it, 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 it's different because for me it's like somebody else, somebody else did it. It's so long ago. Do you know what I'm saying? There's no immediate... Yeah, you know, exactly. It, you, you, at the end of your day, you know what you've done, and there's an outcome. You you, you, you feel it. Um, you can see it. And, and, and what we do, or at least I feel about what we do, it's, it's that. So when somebody says, like you just said, in your grief you turn to cartoons, it never occurred to me until this last year or so, maybe the last three years, that anything that I have done has had an impact. Hmm. When somebody says to me, as I've learned in the last couple of years, you got me through my childhood, not just you were part of my childhood, but you got me through my childhood. I was a latchkey kid. My parents were divorcing. I was really having a hard time in school. I'd come home and I'd turn the TV on and watch blank. And then when I really, you know, have been willing to hear that, as opposed to getting uncomfortable with somebody saying that to me, I was so utterly thrilled to be I was utterly thrilled to, to do it and to, to, to hear it. I was so utterly touched to, to hear it. I sort of, it sort of woke me up. All of a sudden I went, Jesus, Charlie, you moron, where you been? <laughs> you, you, your work has meant something to more than just you or the people you were in the room with. That feels good. Yeah. Oh, that's a good clip. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a little heavier than uh, the other two clips that I picked, but, you know, I've heard a lot of different voice actors explain why they don't remember doing certain shows, but I don't think anyone said it as poignantly as he did. Yeah. And, um, and he yeah. also t he touches upon what I told about earlier, how I right. started watching these cartoons because I was grieving and, and wanting to relive my childhood. And mm -hmm. he, it, that is like me. I was, I mean, I had a, an amazing childhood, but I was, I was a latchkey kid. And, uh, so to come home to an empty house with my brother, he had older, two year older brother. Um, we would sit there for three hours, two hours watching the afternoon cartoons. And every Saturday morning we were by ourselves too, cause our parents worked mm -hmm. and I'd get up at seven o'clock in the morning, watch cartoons till noon and then go outside and play. Yeah. Nah, I was I was very much the same way, just without a brother or a friend. Or no, no, I, I mean I, <laughs> I I watched a lot of cartoons and and to me they they just felt like home because my mom worked all the time. I was I was at my grandmother's house a lot and you know, there was there was really nothing to do but watch cartoons or go outside and play and I did yep. a fair amount of both, but you know, I just it's great. Like I was actually watching Tiny Toons this past Saturday. Uh, they were doing all of their like movie specials and, uh -huh. and and stuff like that. And I mean, the show is still really good. Yep. And you know what Charlie does in that and and everything is just phenomenal. Well, thank you, Charlie, for coming on. And he's going to be on again, I'm sure. 
because I'm still in touch with him. So yeah, I'd love to talk to him about nothing again. (laughs) (laughs) And I'd love to hear you talk to him about nothing again. I mean, that's, that's one of my favorite interviews. It was, it was, uh, hard for me to not pick that one. Yeah. But we, we didn't pick the same ones on purpose. So. Right. Right. And there's one that I would have probably picked that you picked, but I knew you were going to pick it. So I didn't pick it. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So Um, what's your third? Uh, these, it's hard to say in any particular order, so I'm just going to go with, um, let's, let's go with Jeff Bergman first. Okay. Very cool. Very fun interview. Jeff Bergman, um, he does Bugs Bunny and, and Daffy Duck and a cool, here's a cool segment where he's talking about meeting Mel Blanc. Let's go back a little ways to those early 90s or even the late 80s. Tell me how did you get the gig as, as Bugs Bunny originally? Well, this is, I think it's kind of a cool story because if I go back just a little farther, I was a junior at the University of Pittsburgh undergraduate school. And I was walking around campus one day, as I often did, thinking of nothing. <laughs> and I happened to notice that there was a sign in the student union that said, Mel Blank, the voice of Bug Bunny, will be appearing at David Lawrence Hall giving a lecture. And I thought, oh, that's cool. Mel Blank, Bug Bunny. Zach Benny, all that kind of stuff. So uh, I just finished out the day and showed up. And there was like 300 people there to see him. And he brought a couple of Bug Bunny cartoons and did a bunch of voices and talked to everybody, fielded questions. And they had a little reception for him. And... It was cool. It was a lot of fun, and he was just great. He was in his 70s, his early 70s, I guess. And um, I'd overheard that he was staying at a motel that was just down the street from the university, and I followed his taxi to the hotel, <laughs> which is, you know, even in those days, I was proving myself to be a stalker. Uh-huh. And waited until he got settled in his room. And I knocked on his door about 11.30 at night, and I heard a voice say, oh, just a chippy. And I thought, oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, that was like the voice of God, you know. Uh-huh. And he was so nice. I said, I saw your lecture, uh, Mr. Blank, and I would, I would love it. I know it's awfully late, but I could just talk to you for just a few minutes. It would mean everything. And it was so cool. He let me in. He sat on the twin beds in his hotel room. We spent about 45 minutes together, and he said, you stay in school, give it your best, and when you, when you get out to California, look me up. And I actually had done a couple of my voices for him, mm-hmm. seemed to get a kick out of it. So that's that. You, you know, it's a good thing that we both did those back-to-back, because those, I believe, are the two longest of the audio. So we got them over <laughs> with. Well, that's perfect. And, and and it's really funny, because that's the exact clip I would have picked. There you go. <laughs> So yeah, we know each other too well. I think. Yeah, for two people who have never officially met in person, I we know, know each other pretty darn well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we first let me say that we're not saying the other interviews I've done are, are bad. Oh so, no! Trust me, I ninety percent of them are in the top favorites too. There's only been like two or three that I've kind of been a little disappointed with. But so these are just favorite moments, and uh, everybody out there, thank you for coming on the podcast we all love you so don't be disappointed if you didn't make the top three absolutely 
My, so what's your uh, my second? Second, pick? this is a close one, but I'm gonna go with Bill Cop. Mm. Eek the cat. I didn't know too much about Bill going into the interview, but uh, I you definitely learned a ton about him and about Eek the cat after the interview. Yeah, I I feel like he probably in in the short amount of time. Well, I mean it was like 40 minutes, but I feel like I learned more about him than I do from most voice actors and and. A much longer time period, yeah. you know, and and very good show. And I, I feel like I should set this one up a little bit because I don't think it's mentioned in the clip. Okay. But here he's talking about The Simpsons. So okay. go ahead. All right. Since yeah. since you were there from the beginning, did you create anything that we still see now in the show? Marge's hair. No, seriously. Yes. Wow. <laughs> uh, we were talking about her. And it's really funny too. Like in the early in Matt's early drawings, it was really short, and it just she had such a long neck. It, it just didn't look right, you know. <laughs> it was like, well, let's just keep it going. And then we, you know, we joke about the blue hairs, you know, old ladies and the blue hairs. Okay, okay. And I was just, and I remember like some of my, um, some of my um, relatives <laughs> had like hair like this. And I said, like, well, just make it the tower. And so we, we built it, and I was like, no, man, just make it like that, you know. <laughs> So and everybody laughed, so and it stuck. You know, I I totally forgot that he actually worked on The Simpsons and he created Marge's hair. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I knew a lot of things about him based on his Wikipedia page, but that's something that I've never read or yeah. heard or seen anywhere else. So that's as far crazy. as I'm concerned, that's a Saturday morning rewind exclusive, folks. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, I forgot all <laughs> about that. And and as you can tell, the audio does get better with with the episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And that was a cool yeah. one, too, because that was one of the first video Skypes that we did, or I did. Mm. So I was actually able to see him the whole time, which is really, really cool. I think I've been, yeah, I even have, like, a 30-second clip on our YouTube page of, yeah. him, of him talking about Eek the Cat and the origin of Eek. Yep. So go and to that, our website. I almost picked that, but then I thought, no, yeah, that's out that's there a already. Good, that's a good story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so go to our website, and there's a, a YouTube link on there, so go follow us on YouTube. Let's, real quick, before you go to yours, let's play one more voicemail that we got. Oh, hi, Paul. Tennessee brought here, and I would like you to listen to my good friend, Tim Nidell, in his Saturday Morning Rewind podcast. Have a happy day. <laughs> I'm listen wow, to Kermit. <laughs> All right, so what would be your number two? Um... This is tough. Let's go with uh, Jess Harnell. All right, here we go. Now, this one, Jess is talking about voicing a lot of voices at Disneyland. So I was I was actually doing some research today, and I found out three things I did not know about you until today. Okay, first thing. Good luck with it. <laughs> first thing, I did not know that you actually voiced Roger Rabbit. Yeah, yeah, that was my first uh, my first big thing, and actually what happened was I began, I, I got lucky because uh, the guy who was doing the music for Splash Mountain at the Disney Parks was a friend of mine that I knew from doing singing stuff, and he said, hey, I know you do these crazy voices, man, you want to audition? I can get you an audition to be some of the voices on that ride, and I said, oh, cool, because I'd love that. I'd love to go to Disneyland and hear my voice on something, and uh, I went in and I auditioned, and I ended up getting Bear Rabbit, Bear Bear, and a Bear Animal, and Bear Alligator, and Bear Mailbox, or whatever. <laughs> I got all these characters on the right so it was great and i went back to singing a year later they called me to do the one for the florida park and i met rick dempsey who's the head of disney character voices and he said uh hey you know uh, we're having some problems with some roger rabbit stuff and could you do that and i said i don't know man i i could 
I can try. And I went home and I watched the movie and I went, oh my Jesus, how tough could this be? And this thing, you know, I was doing that. It was super. So I, I started doing Roger you know. So that was my first uh, non-Disney Park related thing. It was pretty great, man. That's, that's pretty awesome. I, yeah, I thought for sure that uh, uh, Charles Fleischer was, was Roger the whole time. Oh, he he did the uh, the movie and the shorts and stuff like that. But I've done a lot of other stuff. I've done like parades, talking toys, and various shows and ice capades and this and that and the other thing. And you know, who knows? It's been a while, but that was definitely my first kind of other than the ride, but it was my first kind of big thing, and I was really excited about it. So it was a nice way to start, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Definitely. We're actually, I'm, I'm actually taking my kids there again this summer, so I gotta make sure to check your voice out and try to hear your little your, your twist to it. Oh, heck yeah, man. I'm also, I mean, if you're going, are you going to Disneyland or Disney World? Land. Oh, cool. Well, I'm, I'm Marlin on the uh, Finding Nemo ride. I did the Albert Brooks voice. For oh, that. nice. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm Prince Charming on some Cinderella stuff. And uh, gosh, man, some other things too, but uh, drawing a blank right now. But that's enough to get you started. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's the cool thing about voiceover, Tim, you know, is that you can, you can literally go from doing animal noises and then to a war video game, and then to announcing America's Funniest Home Videos, and nobody would ever, <laughs> nobody would ever connect the dots between them all, but you're only limited in voiceover by what you can do locally, which yeah. is so cool to get considered for so many jobs that an on-camera person would never be considered for, because you're only going to fit into the box that you look like. You yeah, know? exactly. Yeah. That is a great clip. I, I, uh, Jess is just so cool. I, it's it's hard for me to separate personally from, you know, just the podcast because, you know, having recently met him and seeing how great of a guy he is, I'm like, where, where do I put this on my favorites list? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, hearing him talk about doing uh, Roger Rabbit, and it's funny because in the Bill Cop interview, actually, they talk, you and Bill talk about Jess mm-hmm. and uh, a little bit about the Roger Rabbit thing I since uh, since Bill Cop animated the Roger Rabbit That's shorts. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, or yeah, directed actually. He didn't animate; he directed. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Yeah, God, I was just listening to that this morning, and I, <laughs> Tim, I can't remember anything anymore. <laughs> You're getting um, old. I know. I'm so excited about our fifth birthday. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I really, just just does so much stuff like that. Like, um, I didn't realize until recently that. While Matt Stone or Trey Parker, whoever does the voice for Cartman on the show, pretty much every bit of merchandise that they've ever released of Cartman is Jess Harnell. Oh, really? Yeah, and he didn't even mention that in the interview, no. I don't think. But but he mentioned it um, whenever I was whenever I saw him live. So he does a lot of merchandising stuff, which is oh, nice. a great great way to make some money, I yeah. suppose. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so my number one pick, easy easy pick for me is an interview that I did, was it last summer? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, Corey Burton. Everybody knows Corey Burton. Um, I never thought I would ever get an interview with him. And actually, like I said in the the podcast, I was actually told by a few of the other voice actors who's worked with him that he wouldn't do it either because he doesn't really do a lot of interviews. And if he does, he kind of keeps himself and, you know, that kind of stuff. And so finally, you know, I've actually reached out to his PR people probably three times before I actually got it confirmed mm. over the years and never heard back. So I, I always keep trying and I got a response back and they said, OK, we can do this. Um, keep it at what was it? 20 minutes. I think it was. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, yeah. Keep it at 20 minutes. I was like, OK, 
I got this. You know, I thought of some things to talk about. Here I am talking with them. It hits the 20-minute mark. I try to cut it off. I try to end it. Even though I'm not nearly done with what I'm talking about, but I was told 20 minutes. And he keeps talking. Even though I kind of... I, I do end the episode. You can hear it. I, I yeah. end it. And he keeps talking. I was like, okay, that's cool. <laughs> we keep going. I think we hit like the 40-minute mark now or something. And I try to end it again. He keeps talking. It's like, yeah, I think he's really enjoyed himself. And I think he really did, too. Yeah. And uh, so I think it... I think it... And I think the podcast is only like an hour long. It's that, an hour 30. Uh, hour, okay, yeah, hour 30. But there's like 20 minutes cut out where he's kind of telling me a lot of exclusive things that I can't release. Ah. Stuff that he can't have out there quite now or stuff that he's working on that he can't put his name to because it's not... Nothing bad at all. But right. like one of the things they said, you know, hey, I, I won't get into it because I don't want to throw his name out there. But, uh, so yeah, I mean, we just had a one-on-one, we talked about Disneyland, we talked about Rescue Rangers, we talked about Disney, I mean, he's a huge Disney voice artist, voiceover actor, I -hmm. guess they're artists too, huh? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, so, and Corey has also been my favorite voice actor for the longest time since I was a kid. So, to talk to him for almost two hours was truly amazing. Did we need to set this clip up at all? Um, I don't think so. I think you do a pretty good job in the. Okay, so here we go. Now, one of my one of my favorite voices that you've ever done was Dale for Chippendale Rescue Rangers. That's still one of my favorite shows still today. Uh, oh yeah. I know they probably I know they sped your voice up. What did Dale sound like before the speed up? Well, I I think yeah. I don't think there's a problem with uh, with sounding like Dale. As I perform it, because nobody hears it that way. It's sounding like they As I perform it, because nobody hears it that way. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so when I was editing, I thought it would be pretty cool to speed it up. To, yeah. To see what it would sound like sped up. And it does yeah. sound like Dale. <laughs> it does. And it's so, it's so weird hearing the, uh, you know, part of the reason. There's so many amazing things you guys talked about, but I just thought... This was quick and to the point, and and it's so cool actually hearing what Dell sounds like without the yeah um, sped. I mean, he sounds kind of like a a, a drunk goofy, <laughs> a drunk goofy. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And to kind of set that up, audio up is uh, he could because he's still under contract with Disney. He can't really do the voices for any promo work or stuff like that. So that's why he kind of was like, "Well, I don't see a problem because it doesn't sound like Dale." Right. So, yeah. So yeah, no, that's my favorite episode, and I hope to have him on again. I don't know if it's going to happen, but the fact that people said I'm not going to get him, and I got him for two hours, I mm-hmm. think I think it's pretty amazing. <laughs> and Dan Gibson uh, from Transformers, when I told him that I talked for two hours, like that's longer than I've ever talked to him my whole life, and they work together <laughs> on Transformers. <laughs> yeah, he seems like that guy who's just kind of quietly sitting over in the corner. Yeah, he keeps to himself. What everybody is... says he's he's what is it? Oh, is it Aspergers? Is that what? Yeah, Aspergers. Yeah, yeah. So he doesn't go to he doesn't go to conventions unless he's kind of forced to. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it is kind of rare to to have him on the show. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, so to segue into my number one clip, I, I almost said, uh, whenever I said a drunk Goofy earlier, I almost said a drunk Bill Farmer, but I didn't want to spoil <laughs> my number one pick uh, until the time was right. So here we go, a sober Bill Farmer. Okay, so I have two clips here. One okay. is an obvious one. Um, Gary got married that yeah. month this interview came out. So after my interview, I asked Bill to record something, so he recorded this. Gorge, howdy, Gary and Lindsay. Uh, heard you got married recently, and I just wanted to wish y'all my best. Oh, uh, by the way, this is your old pal Goofy. <laughs> yeah, I thought you would appreciate that, and I, I didn't even tell you that I did. I it. did. I'm. I'm. No, no, I, that I was a total it, surprise. I, I knew you were going to listen, and so I just put it into the podcast, and you listened to it, and. I I can't even explain like my response whenever I heard that in the episode. I I think I was like teary eyed and laughing hysterically <laughs> and and like maybe throwing things. Um, I'm not sure, but anyone who walked by my door at work probably <laughs> thought I'd lost it, <laughs> but now, in a good way. <laughs> there, there's something about having these voice actors say your name in that character. Yeah, yeah, it's very cool. I don't do it as much as I used to, mm-hmm. but the first two years i asked everybody to kind of give a little promo to the podcast and make sure to say my name in there too so <laughs> whenever you hear somebody say oh you're listening to saturday morning podcast with tim Nidell, you know that i told them to throw my name on there yeah <laughs> kind of like the intro i played with uh with liono for this episode mm-hmm. I, I told him to put my name in there <laughs> there's 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 a certain level of vanity behind podcasting there, right? there is yeah there is <laughs> Well, here's the second clip that I picked. Bill, I, thank you so so very much for joining the show. I'm I'm a huge huge fan of your of your work of your voice. So thank you so much. It's a huge privilege. Oh, it's my pleasure to be here. And it's it's kind of ironic how much you actually sound like Goofy, just your regular voice. Yeah, we're melding into one. Uh, <laughs> the more I do this, gosh, I'm starting to sound more like him. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Um, yeah, I was just going to ask you before we get started to kind of hear some Goofy, yeah. but I guess I can check that off my list. Sure. I, I need to know, wh- which one is his hardest thing to say as Goofy? Which one of his um, key, you know, his, his laugh, his gorsh, or his... Uh, the laugh was hardest to learn uh, in the beginning, because uh, there's a lot of little variations on it. And um, um, because you just have to kind of like, uh, there's the short one, there's the... And then there's a longer one, which, and then sometimes when he just gets really tickled, it's, and that can, uh, that can wear, wear you out. (laughs) And there you are. (laughs) That's a, that's a great clip. Uh, And and it is, it's astounding how much he sounds like him just in conversation. (laughs) I know. Yeah, he's a, that's a great, that's the one I would have picked too, if I could choose more. That right, was, that was a fun interview. Well, and, man, and there, it, there's so many episodes that you know we had to pick from, and and we couldn't pick certain ones. And you know, there's plenty of characters that, or characters, there's plenty of actors that I I, I left off the list, and it really hurt me to do so a little bit. And that's why I had to apologize <laughs> to those if they ever listen, which I think some actually have before listen. I don't know if they still do or not. But wow. if you're listening, we still love you. Yes, you're just not <laughs> you're just not as good as Corey Burton. I'm sorry. <laughs> And if you're not, we still love you anyways. <laughs> so there, we did get some more voicemails, but they didn't really pertain to the anniversary episode. 
So okay. if you're listening to this now and say, hey, where's my voicemail? Don't worry, I saved them. They're going to be on the next episode for our July now, isn't it? For our August episode. Um, yeah. So yeah, stay tuned for that. Phone number is 406-214-4451. And I think that's it. Yeah. Good, good job. Thank you for coming along this ride with us. Three years is amazing. Hopefully you guys listen for the next three years. Yeah. Five years, ten years, who knows how long we'll be doing this. <laughs> Yes, and, and, and thank you for listening to our origin story. Yes. <laughs> and uh, we'll have lots of catching up to do this time next year, I'm sure. Yep, that's right. Maybe you voice actors listening, your episode will hit on the top three next time. That's right, yep. And uh, next year, call and leave us a birthday message, voice actors, and that's say right. our names. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's going to do this episode. We will see you guys next month. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to Saturday Morning Rewind. Please check them out on Facebook and Twitter. And that's all, folks.